As you prepare for retirement, you'll be faced with many important choices. We want you to make the right ones. Welcome to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Charles is an accredited investment fiduciary. He's well-equipped to help you make sound financial decisions. We want you to experience a meaningful retirement. On our podcast, we believe financial choices matter. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott and myself. And we are going to talk about the 22 money resolutions for 2022. We're going to spread this out over the next two podcasts as we go through December and getting a little closer to the end of the year, because that makes a lot of sense. So again, we're going to do 22 money resolutions for 2022 and maybe a couple other things in there as well, if we can squeeze it all in. Charles, what's going on, my friend? How you doing? Hey, nothing. The, the weather has changed here. It's cooler now. When, yeah. And I hate I hate cold. So it's 80 cooler? <laughs> no, it's not. It's going to be 72 or three today, but it might be in the low 60s by the Ooh, end of the week. And that's, no, that's no, I don't I don't like. I don't like cold. I don't mind the hot. I don't yeah. mind being hot. 60 is not cold, my friend. I'm sorry. I know that, but it is to me. <laughs> so um, I have a nice warm jacket that I know I found it. I couldn't remember where the heck we put it when the, when last year's winter ended. Right. I know we get, we get spoiled here in the, in the Valley of the sun. So yeah. I can't, I, I can't help it. That's oh, we, why we, I'm here. Yeah. We have our good day. I mean, we have that stuff too here in North Carolina. It was 75 yesterday, which was gorgeous. Yeah. It's a beautiful 75 yeah. sunny North Carolina sky blue day. Yeah. Uh, but you know, and today it's 45, so it is what it is, but that's okay. And that's still a lot better than my friends in Detroit. So there you go. Oh yeah. I watched a fo- little bit of the football game last night and thought, ah, no, never, not yeah, going to ever do that. I'm never, good. ever, yeah. ever. Well, listen, we got a lot to cover, so let's get yeah. rocking and rolling. All right. Not a problem. So 22 money resolutions for 2022. We're going to start with the first 11 on this podcast, and then we'll do the second 11 uh, in a couple of weeks. So make sure you subscribe and tune in for that. And you can find all that information at Charles's website, which is pelotoncapital.com. That is pelotoncapital.com. And that's where you can also just type in financial choices matter on like Apple or Google or Spotify and find it that way. And I'll give more of that information out as we go. But for now, number one, reduce your debt. Pretty good, simple money resolution for the new year, Charles. Just live within your means, man. Oh, yeah. It's so simple. Don't spend more than you make. It's not that complicated, but people make it really complicated and they don't pay any attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and But you also need to be doing it strategically. You need to see, okay. You need to be looking at your debt and saying, okay. Is there something here that's really not onerous? Is there something here that, you know, is there something that's worse than the rest that I need to get rid of that first? And, you know, it doesn't have to be complicated. And it's also something that I think you just need to revisit periodically through the year and say, okay, did I, did we pile on a bunch of credit card debt because we wanted to do something or were we just stupid and we didn't really <laughs> right. accomplish anything? I, I mean, and, yeah, no, and, no, I'm with you, you. you know, pay attention to it. It's a killer. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's easy to say, uh, it's harder sometimes to do in the world of credit cards. It is kind of easy sometimes for us to get carried away. So that's why, you know, living within your means is a simple and a very effective way to be on a good, good, on a good path. So yeah. And interest can be your frave, your friend or your foe. Yeah. True. Very true. Uh, what you were telling me, what was a, uh, a Da Vinci quote, something about simplicity. Oh, uh, yeah, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. And I just thought that was really kind of nice. That is Don't nice. make it complicated. That's right. There you go. Just reduce it's, your it's debt. It's just a very more erudite way of saying, keep it simple, stupid. There you go. Reduce your debt. All right, that was number one. Number two, boost your retirement savings amounts, like your 401k or something like that, Charles. Uh, as we go into the new year, should we be maxing this stuff? You know, this is one of those it depends questions. Okay. Your, your debt 
Debt came first. That's not a bad way to put it here. Point number two is, you know, boost your retirement savings. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on what you, how are you going to define your retirement savings? There's a bunch of different ways. Could be your IRA, could be your 401k, could be cash value life insurance, could be all kinds of other things. But I think you need to be, especially as you get older, you need to be looking towards that and putting some focus on that. But the easiest, you know, I mean, so none of these should be taken in isolation. They should all be integrated into an overall plan that says, if we're talking about all these 22 resolutions here over the next, this podcast and the next one, how do I blend them all together to make sense? Okay. That's, and, and that's the way you should approach yeah, exactly. this whole thing. And a lot of these yeah. actually do have a synergy. They actually kind of, they kind of dovetail into each other. We might not have had them exactly in order in ways that they dovetail, but as we're going through, you'll certainly be able to see how one yeah. can affect the other and so on and so forth. So oh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. One, one impacts the other. Nothing is done in isolation. It's okay. just not. And, uh, and of course, you can probably tell folks if you've been a long-time listener, Charles has got a little bit of the sniffles, but we're going to get through it. He's a trooper, so he's going to hang in there with me. Grandkids, uh, they, they get you, don't they? Yeah, he was a snot machine on Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. So. They, uh, the kids are good for that, little, little germ factories, but they're so cute. All right, number three, Charles, learn from 2020 and 2021, especially in the area of the unexpected and having an emergency fund. Those folks that had an emergency fund were probably pretty happy they did in 2020 if they lost their their job or whatever due to the pandemic. It's one of those things that you think, I know I ought to do it, but I kind of don't. And if you haven't figured that out truly in the last couple of years, it saved a lot of people's bacon because they had it Mm -hmm. Uh, and things beyond your control. And that's what an emergency is. I've always said you an emergency fund, you shouldn't be using the money because all of a sudden the TV's on sale at Costco. Right. An emergency fund is truly for an, is an emergency. Yeah. And you know, and this the rule of thumb standard is maybe six months of of expenses. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just a function of how secure is your employment situation. And then maybe it's you only need three months of expenses if something unforeseen happens. Right. So yeah, don't use the emergency fund for Christmas shopping this year. It's uh, that's not what it's for. No, um, it's not. Yeah, they should be budgeting for that differently. Okay, number four, Charles, don't overreact to the headlines going into the new year for sure, right? Because again, see the prior point. Hopefully, we've learned that headlines are going to be salacious and sedacious and all that kind of stuff going into the next year. It's not going to change. No, headlines are there to make you look. And listen. They're for advertising. But the, absolutely. And if you've got a plan, I just turn off stuff most of the time. Yep. That's a great uh, resolution, I think, for 2022. Click some things off. Turn off the social yeah. media a little bit more. Yeah. Turn off yeah. the the whatever, the TV. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. How boring would it be, though, if no one ever said very anything, you know, that wanted you to get your attention. And that's all that they're after is get your attention, get your attention, get your attention. Get yeah. Your attention. I was just talking about this with somebody else. And it's like, you know, sometimes I think news, like breaking news, like some sort of an emergency or something that's happening. Like, I think that seems to be like the news that we can all, we feel like we can fairly trust, right? If there's some, unfortunately, yeah. if there's some active shooter or yeah. a volcano or something like that, right? Yeah. But it seems like any kind of prepared news stories, people just are, we're just tired of it. We're just so tired of the doom and gloom about everything. So, and it's not news anymore. It's no. my opinion of the news. Yeah. No, no. And it's like, nah. That's what I'm saying. Maybe the real news is only in those breaking stories, wildfire erupts, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I, you know, but yeah, just shut stuff off. There you Stop go. Stop listening. That's right. So, you know, turn it off. All right. Number five. Uh, it's the B word, but if you don't want to use the B word, use something else, but implement some sort of way to track <laughs> or just understand what you're spending and what you got. So, 
you know, I mean, just so you know what you have. I mean, most people are surprised at how much they actually spend. They go, ah, I didn't spend that much. And it's like, well, then where did it go? You, you spent it. You did. You spent it. And it's astonishing how many people, when we have them go through the process of putting down everything they spend money on for like just a couple of months, they never have, they've, they've never not been astonished. It's all like criminy Christmas. I had no idea spent this much on that. Well, I think we tend um, to think about, well, I didn't buy anything. So therefore, where did it go? Well, yeah. You well, know. Yeah. But you, it just goes. It just goes. And if, if you're cognizant of it, then you know it's not that big a deal. And that's why we like to call it a spending plan. Plan how you're going to spend it. Everybody knows how much they make. People don't have any idea how much they spend. Yeah, for and the most part. If you're just be aware. This is some of these resolutions are really, really just common sense. Just be aware of what the heck you're doing. And if you're not sure, Write it down for a couple of months and see how much it is. Yeah. You'd be, you'd, it's, it's it's amazing. Yeah, our our list is uh, both of, both of these lists this week and next or the next podcast. They're pretty easy. Most of these are pretty easy yeah. to do. So we're gonna make and this next one makes it really really easy. We probably should have made this later in the list, but that's okay. <laughs> Number six, if you haven't yet, meet with a financial professional, uh, especially if you are getting close to retirement. If you're a pre-retiree, fifty plus, whatever the case is. And here's a little pro tip. If you do number six, they'll probably help you with all 22 of these. Yeah. And it's never too late to do this. Well, I did. I should have done this a long time ago and it's too late. I'm not going to do it. Don't think that way. Do it now. You know, yeah. Why not fix something? Because every, I mean. (laughs) That's like saying saying I got a flat, Charles, right? It's like, I got a flat. (laughs) I should have fixed it a hundred miles ago. Yeah, probably, but fix it now. But just fix, take care of it now. Talk about it. See what else might be available. You know, you, yeah. you, one conversation about one topic could open up a whole different thing that you'd never even thought about that mm-hmm. could be a big potential flat tire down the road. Exactly. But you didn't, you didn't know it. So, you know, just talk, talk to somebody that seems like they know what they're talking about. Get and on the calendar. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, this does not have to be complicated. And and almost every advisor, folks, offers a complimentary session to get things started to see if it's the right fit for you. So you really kind of don't have an excuse other than to just say, I don't want to waste an hour of my time, you know, and it's like, that's just silly, especially as you're getting close to retirement. I mean, we got, you got a whole lot of hours in the day and a whole lot of hours in your life. One hour to find out if you're going to be okay, you know, for 25 years in retirement is certainly worth it, you know, and it's a little bit more than just an hour after that, but you know what I'm saying? You get the idea. And if you don't think that's important, then I guess, I I don't know, shame on you. You probably aren't listening. If you don't think it's important, you're probably not listening to this podcast. So, well, that's true. So that's, you know, that's only like six people that I know of. Yeah. There you go. Don't listen. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, let's do number seven then. So number six, again, meet with an advisor. It's never too late. Number seven, this is a pretty easy one to fix, Charles. Just check those BDs, those beneficiary designations. This is often a really quick fix and it's a form and it's just like, it doesn't really even cost anything. So. Oh, that this is absolutely um, one of the most important things you can do. If there's been a birth, death, marriage, divorce in your family anywhere, they should be looking at making the changes that need to be made. Mm-hmm. This this will if if you don't do it, almost any decent advisor has horror stories of people that did not do this, and it was devastating when something occurred, and they had no idea that they. The dollars and things were not going to go where they wanted them to go. Yep. And it's it's just it's a it's so like you said it's so simple to fix. Yeah, and quick. Uh, it doesn't take long to do this, and it's it's just this simple, folks. If you think that what you put down in a will or something else is what's going to be the be all end all, it's not. If you leave your ex wife on your BD as your BD, she's getting it. Period. 
or he, if you're doing your ex-husband, whatever the case yeah. is, right? So yeah. doesn't yeah. matter what your will said, doesn't matter who you're married to, that's what's going to happen. So just yeah. fix it. So just, just yeah, because it, it's they're, they're really easy to take a look at. It's really not complicated. If you get it, you know, if your situation is more sophisticated than that, then that's a whole other thing. But, sure. But you know. it's still just filling out these forms. I mean, even if you got a trust yeah. or whatever, you can get a get yeah. with an advisor. They can yeah. get with a uh, an attorney. We can get you an estate put together. I mean, a uh, trust right. put together and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, and this leads to the the eight number eight resolution. It does carve out time for that tough conversation. Look, it's the holidays. I get it. You know, we you're sitting around the Christmas tree. You don't want to say, hey, let's talk about you know powers of attorney. But at some point, take the top opportunity when family is maybe together to just take a few minutes and have those tough conversations. Conversations, even Charles, if it's just with your own spouse, because you guys don't talk about it that much, right? Uh, yeah, we do. But well, not you and your spouse. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, like, even yes, if just like no, a husband, wife, and, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. No, you just assume that it's it's that it's fine, and if you know, and and you think, well, we did this several years ago, and you know, it's medic medical powers of attorney, financial powers of attorney, medical powers of attorney. If you're married, are pretty simple in most states because the spouse can make decisions. Financial powers of attorney are not simple. Because, you know, and, and that's true in almost every state, because if, if it's my IRA, Sherry can't do anything about it. She can't take, she has no power and no authority, therefore, you know, powers of attorney, no authority to do anything in my, in my individual retirement account, because it's an individual retirement. Just things like that. You need to have, again, make sure this ties in with the one before the designations of your beneficiaries. Mm-hmm. Make sure that all your legal documents are in place. It's not, it's not complicated to fix. Nope. And it will save you a little money and a little time today will save lots of money and aggravation and pain later. Yeah, mega aggravation. And maybe it won't be for you because maybe you're past, but you're certainly leaving a mess for your family. So don't do yeah. that. Number nine, uh, it's got an unfun word, audit your insurance. Nobody likes the idea of like, I want to audit something. That sounds painful and terrible. But basically all I'm saying here is... Just think about your insurance for a second and just ask yourself, are you over or underinsured? Do you even still need it? Talk with your advisor about it. Yeah. One of the things that we always look at, and I'm, we're not just talking about life insurance or health insurance, although all of those things should be part of a conversation with an advisor, is we will look at your car insurance and your homeowner's insurance too. We don't sell that stuff, but there's all kinds of things that can go on that you don't know. I mean, when you get your when you get either one of those new policies every year or for cars, for us, it's every six months for the home, it's once a year. When you get the stuff and it's like, here's what's changed and here's what's new and nobody ever reads that and you just send them the premium, you've agreed to whatever they've said, which people don't understand. They think, well, no, it's not what I it's not what I bought in the first place. Well, you've had that policy with that company for 12 years and it's changed over that 12-year period of time. And now whatever they've changed it to, if you didn't bother to read the policy, you're still stuck with it. Right. So exactly. you, you just got to be aware, be aware, take the time to look through some of this stuff. Um, and do you have deductibles, for example, on some of the, the homeowners or car insurance that you don't need to have? Yeah. Are they, you know, just, just review it. Yeah. It's, That's a better word than audit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That is. But audit might get you to cringe and then do something. I don't know. <laughs> then maybe that's true. Yeah. Good point. Well, you mentioned the home sort of, as you were talking about homeowners insurance. So also number 10 on our list, see if refinancing your home mortgage is a good idea. I mean, if you're still paying five, which isn't it crazy to Charles to think that five is just a, is a high number for a mortgage, 5%. But if you're still paying five, maybe it makes sense to talk about, you know, going down to three, you know? Yeah, no, I think absolutely you should do that. If you've been around long enough, you remember way back when, when interest rates were very high and mortgages were also very high. Today, it's it's historically low interest rates. 
And, but it still makes sense. Can you save yourself, you know, 500 bucks a month? That's $6,000 a year yeah. by refinancing. Take a look. Take, it may not be worth it, you know, or, or, you know, if you make an extra mortgage payment every year and apply it all to principal, it cuts a 30 year mortgage down to something like 18. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's just looking at doing that. And with, as you said, interest rates are certainly lower. And it, it, why wouldn't you want to save some money? You're still, it's going to be paid off over the same period of time. You don't have to, you know, if you've, if you've been paying for six years and all of a sudden you want to take out another 30-year mortgage, don't take out a 25-year mortgage. I mean, they're very flexible these days, but it's something that you need to look at. It's yeah. just, and as we said yeah. earlier, Charles, it kind of, again, these kind of, some of these dovetail together. So a lot of these things would go to, you know, talking with an advisor or getting a strategy or a plan put together and a lot of this stuff will get addressed. And that's going to get us to number 11, which is going to do it for the first half of the podcast, the first half of the 22 money resolutions for 2022. Uh, and that is just get organized because, man, that's going to go a whole long way. If you've got that financial junk drawer, clean that joker out. Oh, yeah. And I think the other thing that I mean, I guess my question is, why the heck haven't you done it before? I can't find in my tools because they're somewhere in the garage. Well, I'll go put stuff where it's supposed to go. <laughs> right. We, we, we always told the kids, if you put things where they belong, then you'll always know where they are. If you just have them randomly, or then you that's why you all this wasted time hunting for something. I have my car keys. They go right here. They always go right there. I don't have to think about it. You know, it's there the same go. thing with these, uh, this is, with these other things. Just go through and look through it. Do you need it? Have you organized mm-hmm. it? I mean, I used to... <laughs> I'm not fair because I'm not a fair example because when I was young, I could tell you how much money I spent on gas in my car every year going back 20 years because I wrote it down and I kept ridiculous notes. Yeah. And most of us don't do that. Most of us throw no. stuff in the drawer and we leave it. And you know, we're not going to beat you up about it, but it's just, if you want to make some moves forward, it's a great resolution to get started, get organized, you know, and yeah. that will help feed into all the stuff like numbers. If you get a little organized, that's going to help you when you go to number six, back to number six and you sit down with a financial advisor, or if you sit down with a financial <laughs> advisor, they're going to say, Hey, let's get organized. Right. Yeah. So exactly. these things kind of work together and, and Charles, we'll wrap it up with this because speaking of getting organized with an advisor, uh, one of the things that we were going to try to talk about as well is the fact that you are a fiduciary, and you know this a it's a interesting sounding term that people go okay, well I, that sounds like a big word, and it, you know we were you and I were joking you you might probably pronounce it you know fiduciary, or if you're yeah. in the south like me you might say fiduciary. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people pronounce it that way. Yeah, actually. but what but what is it real quick? What's what's the deal with this buzzword? Okay. Fiduciary responsibility is um, I'm going to put your best interest first, you not have mine, to. yours. That's being a fiduciary. Yep. And my opinion is we we always felt we were this. We were always a fiduciary. Um, then I realized that there was a, a designation out there, the AIF, Accredited Investment Fiduciary. Mm-hmm. And I went, I went and got that. It applies mostly to people that are working with retirement plans, but you know, we work with clients that have retirement plans. So it's the same thing. And that's, you got to do what's in the client's best interest, period. Right. End, of, end of conversation. Was it legally, morally, ethically, all that stuff? Yeah, that's exactly it. And it's just, it's just so simple to do that. And the biggest misconception is people that, and, and I've been a, you know, I've been securities licensed for a long time and I've worked for a couple of wall street firms. None of I've said this before. I don't, I, another one of them are in business, but it wasn't my fault. And if you work for a brokerage firm, and I'm going to pick on Merrill Lynch, uh, even though they don't go by Lynch anymore, I get paid by if I work if I'm a broker for them, or even in, call it title, whatever title you want. If I work for them, they pay me. So 
I'm beholden to what they do. I can't, I doesn't mean I can't do what's in your best interest as my client, but I'm not legally obligated to do that. Yeah. And if they want to push not. a certain product because that's yeah. what they want to do, they're going to ask their yeah. people to do that. Yeah. And so it's just, it's ask people if they're a fiduciary, if they hem and haw around the answer, the response, then they're not. Yeah. And then, um, let me be, let me be fair here, Charles. It doesn't mean that if someone isn't that they're stealing your money or they're doing something wrong. It's just, absolutely. it's a higher, yeah, yeah it's a higher standard yeah. of responsibility. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yes. Um, and yeah, oh no, there's great people out there that work for all of these other brokerage firms and they will always take best care of you. Yeah. But from a really picky un, if you want to, perspective, a legal perspective, if they're not a fiduciary, they don't have to always do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's a, I'll wrap it up with this interesting example for folks, Charles. Maybe this will be funny. Maybe it won't. I don't know. But a number of years ago, I had open heart surgery as a young man, right? And I was talking with a guy, we were chatting and he was explaining, you know, this fiduciary concept. And he said, well, put it this way, buddy. He's like, you and I could go out to lunch and you could say, I'm going to go to McDonald's and get me two, two Big Macs. And he's like, well, if you're a suitability only type of advisor, you could say, well, technically that will feed you and give you some nourishment. So it is suitable for you to eat that. But because you've had open heart surgery and are a cardiac patient, a fiduciary would say, I'm going to advise you not to do that. I'm going to strongly urge you to get the, the salad. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. That's, a, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, so it, the food is technically it's suitable for you to eat the cheeseburger, but it may not yep. be as good for your heart as the salad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. So, so there you go. Yeah. And, and I think the most important thing, if you ask somebody and they are, if they are, and they don't give you just a straight up flat, yeah, absolutely. Then they're not. There you go. All right. And all that's part of things that you can do to check off these 22 money resolutions for 2022. We did the first 11. And of course, like I said, if you want to do that pro tip, talk with an advisor, they'll help you go through this list. But Great thing about a podcast is you can go back and listen to it. We covered a lot of stuff pretty quickly, so that way it gives you a chance to pause and whatever the case might be. So if you've got some questions, need some help, reach out to Charles. He is available for you. All you got to do is give him a jingle at 480-513-1830 or, again, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you like. You can find it all at PelotonCapital.com. That's PelotonCapital.com. And make sure you do subscribe so that you can catch the next episode in a couple of weeks when we finish up this list of 22 money resolutions for 2022. Charles, thanks for hanging out, my friend. Feel better. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Mark. We'll see you next time here on Financial Choices Matter with fiduciary advisor, Charles Scott. Financial planning and investment advisory services are provided by Peloton Capital Management Limited, a state-registered investment advisor. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No one should assume the information presented here serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized individual advice provided by Peloton Capital Management. For more information, visit www.pelotoncapital.com.